Welcome back to our study of apologetics. In this session, we're going to talk about a famous reply to Anselm's ontological argument, a reply by a man named Guanilo. Uh, in his reply, we call the lost island argument. And then we're going to see how Anselm himself responded to what Guanilo had to say. Now, you might remember that when we talk about Anselm's ontological argument, it's an argument that has to do with the existence of God, with the being of God. And Anselm's argument went something like this. God is that than which nothing greater can be thought. That's sort of his definition of God. And that than which nothing greater can be thought must exist not only in the mind, but also in reality. Obviously, something that really exists would be better than something that does not exist. And so if God is the greatest thing we can think of, then he must also exist. Now, not everyone is persuaded by that argument. Juanilo was one who is not. Aquinas also um, is going to push back against Anselm's argument. So you might wonder a couple of things. One, why talk about it at all if it's not persuasive to everyone? And then two, if it is persuasive to some, why push back on it? Why talk about uh, you know, weaknesses or rebuttals or whatever. Well, uh, a couple of things. One, um, what we're looking for is not one argument that persuades everybody, uh, right? But we're looking for different tools, different approaches um, that might help different people. And so if this argument, uh, if Anselm's argument is persuasive to you, I, I don't want to get in the way of that. And I don't know that Guanilo would want to get in the way of that. Um, if it's if it helps you, if it's persuasive, uh, if you find it compelling, and there are many people who do, that's excellent. Uh, if, though, you don't find it persuasive, uh, we don't want to give the impression that everybody is helped or persuaded by this argument, because then those who aren't will think, oh, what's wrong with me? Or am, am I the only one? Or, you know, something along those lines. So it's it's healthy uh, to have this back and forth, um, this, uh, you know, argument put forward and then a reply and whatnot. It's helpful um, because that helps us think more clearly about what uh, is being said, as, as we'll see. Um, and it's helpful for um, just being honest about the fact that, uh, you know, whether we're talking about Anselm's argument or Aquinas' argument or whoever, these are not scripture, right? These are reasoned arguments uh, trying to, to help us think about why it's reasonable to believe in God, um, but they're not, they're not Bible. So we don't have to, you know, uh, we don't believe that they're inerrant or that they're perfect or that they ought to persuade everybody or anything like that. So, okay, who was Guanilo and what was his response? Well, first of all, Guanilo, it's important to note, was a monk like Anselm. That means he was a Christian like Anselm. He was not an atheist who was saying, I'm not persuaded by your argument. I don't believe there's a God. He was a Christian who believed in God. He just didn't think Anselm's argument uh, was persuasive. He didn't think that it worked. He didn't think that it was a good argument for the existence of God. And so he wrote a reply, and we still have, you can still read it. Um, it's a uh, its formal name is Pro Incipiente, right? Which means something like, this is how it's translated in Anselm's works, something like on behalf of the fool. 
right? And so the, the key part of his response is in uh, what's chapter six or part six, it's just a paragraph, and I won't even read the whole thing, but I want, want you to get the gist of it. All right, so here's what he says. He says, they say that there is in the ocean somewhere an island for which, because of the difficulty or rather the impossibility of finding that which does not exist, some have called the lost island. And the story goes that it is blessed with all manner of priceless riches and delights in abundance, much more even than the happy isles. And having no owner or inhabitant, it is superior everywhere in abundance of riches to all the all those other lands that men inhabit. So he's saying, okay, you have said God is that than which nothing greater can be thought, right? So he says, okay, let's think about an island greater than which no other island can be thought. Let's think about an island that nobody can see, nobody can get to, but it's out there. It really exists. And it's the best possible island that you could imagine. All right, so he says, you cannot anymore doubt that this island that is more excellent than all other lands truly exists somewhere in reality than you can doubt that it is in your mind. And since it is more excellent to exist, not only in the mind alone, but also in reality, therefore it must needs be that it exists. And you can hear there uh, how he's even using Anselm's own language, right, of saying this doesn't exist in the mind only, right, but also in reality, because that is better. And so he's saying if that argument works for God, it ought to work for other things as well, like an island. And perhaps some of you, when you hear Anselm's ontological argument, there's something in your mind that says, I don't know, there's some reason why that doesn't seem to work. Something, you know, maybe niggling at me. Uh, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but it doesn't seem like I can just think through, you know, who God is and therefore God must exist. Like, because it wouldn't work with other things. And so that's, that's what Guanilo is saying. Um, then he says, if I say someone wishes thus to persuade me that this island really exists beyond all doubt, I should either think that he was joking, or I should find it hard to decide which of us I ought to judge the bigger fool. I, if I agreed with him, or he, if he thought that he had proved the existence of this island with any certainty. So Guanilo is saying, you know, if somebody tried to persuade me that this island existed, this lost island, by using the same kind of argument that Anselm is using to prove that God exists, I would think he was making a joke, or I would think whichever one of us actually believed it was foolish. So it seems like part of um, Guanilo's concern in replying to Anselm's argument um, is he doesn't want there to be an argument out there that um, everybody who's talking about it seems to affirm when he knows there are people who are going to hear it and think that doesn't make any sense. That's absurd. And, um, and the people who believe this argument, I don't, I don't understand. That, that's what, what Guanilo is probably concerned about. But the upside for those who do find Anselm's argument persuasive uh, is that Anselm replied, and in his reply to Guanilo, um, he brings out something from his argument that maybe wasn't clear the first time around that helps us understand uh, why Anselm's argument 
does work for those who are persuaded by it. Um, and it's something that Guanilo apparently missed, right? So um, Anselm's reply to Guanilo is um, essentially, on, on the one hand, you're right. My argument does not work with something like a lost island or anything else. That, and here's the important part, does not exist by necessity. So Anselm essentially says, my argument only works for a being, for a thing, so to speak, that exists by necessity. And a creature or created thing, whether it's a human being or an island or, you know, buried treasure or whatever, those things, none of us exist by necessity. We uh, were created, we were brought into existence. There was a time when we did not exist. Right, And we don't have to keep existing. It will be possible for us to no longer exist. But for God, he exists by necessity. And part of what that means is it's impossible for God to not exist. Um, and you can think about this a couple of different ways. Um, for one thing, in order for the things around us that do exist, and for ourselves to exist, there has to be a creator, right? There has to be a, a first cause, an unmoved mover, all, all those kinds of ways of thinking about. There has to be an origin. There has to be someone, something, who brought these things into existence that did not need to be brought into existence, right? So God didn't need to be created. He doesn't owe his existence to anyone. He exists by necessity. Um, another way to think about it is just the definition of what it means for God to be God. Um, for God to be God, he has to have no origin in the sense that he wasn't created by anyone. Um, we talk about his aseity, right? That he's he exists independently of everything else. Right? He doesn't need, like we need food, water, oxygen, you know, et cetera, to exist. There's nothing outside of God that God needs to exist. So um, Anselm says, you know, the greatest possible being, God, exists by necessity. And um, by definition, right, the greatest possible being must be eternal, right, must exist by necessity, and so must always exist. And so God is different than anything else we could think of. So if you're thinking, well, Anselm's argument doesn't work if we plug something besides God into it, Anselm would agree with that. Um, but he would say the argument does work because we are reasoning about God, an uncreated being, right? An uncaused being, a being that exists by necessity. Um, and that being, by definition, right, has to exist. My argument does work in that case. So that's Guanilo's lost island argument, his reply to Anselm, and Anselm's reply to uh, Guanilo to better explain why and how his argument works. Now, next time, God willing, uh, we will begin to talk about An uh, Aquinas's cosmological arguments, uh, also called Aquinas's five ways. We probably won't look at all five, maybe three of them or so, the most, uh, the ones I think are the most helpful and most uh, easy to grasp. And uh, these arguments will be quite a bit different than Anselm. So 
If you're helped by enzymes, I love that. So grateful for that. If you're not helped by enzymes, or at least not as much as you hoped to be, uh, my hope would be that Aquinas' arguments uh, will be helpful uh, to you. So hopefully we will get into that next time. God bless.